Coming up next, it's live from my office. Hi, this is Steve Cochran for David Hochberg, the title sponsor of Live From My Office and Team Hochberg. Right now, interest rates have come down a bit, but they're still high. Having said that, life happens. People are still going to need to buy homes. And when you buy homes, you're going to need a mortgage. And when you need a mortgage, who would you turn to? There's a million options and a ton of advertising and promotion. That advertising and promotion sometimes is less than honest. You know what you'll never get from Hochberg? less than honest. Sometimes I'd argue he's too honest, but he actually wants to save you money. So even now with these interest rates being what they are, if you have to do a mortgage, there's only one place I would call the place I've recommended to my sister, to my son and my daughter, the the place I've used and they've used. It is Team Hochberg, David Hochberg. They're the people to get it done. And by the way, if you're a company HR benefits manager, He's doing a new thing, an affinity program that it, it's, it's free and it's, a, it's another great way to incentivize future hires at a time when more people need uh, great uh, people to come to work for them. What are you offering them? This is a great benefit. Again, doesn't cost you a thing and it's going to help your new employees get themselves mortgages and the best mortgage help from David Hochberg and Team Hochberg. So you... HR benefit managers ask about it at 855-56-DAVID or 56david.com. Team Hochberg and David Hochberg, they're getting it done. We try to get you great guests all the time. I don't know that anybody got more response than the last time Ray Kaplan was on. Uh, First off, she did a great job, but also everybody wants to know if they're getting student loan relief. So, Ray, welcome. Thanks for coming over. Anytime. Happy to be here. All right. So uh, give us the name of your place and your firm so people can get a hold of it if they need to. Well, it's Kaplan Law Firm, and our website is financialrelief.com, and you can always give us a call at 312-294-8989. Let's start with a, probably an obvious question here, but there are no, as Jane said earlier, there are no silly questions, so bring them in. No silly questions. <clears throat> what are the deadlines? Okay, so... There's been so much going on in student loan news, so I'm, I know that it's kind of like trying to drink through a fire hose right now yeah, because there have been so many changes. But um, there is the Biden Loan Forgiveness Program, which is being challenged in the court right now, but the Department of Ed actually just released a, quote, beta form. So this is the one where you can get $10,000 off the balance of your loans, Um, Or if you previously received Pell Grants, you can get $20,000 off the balance of your loans if you fall underneath this income threshold. So if you're single, that threshold is $125,000. If you're married filing jointly, that income threshold is $250,000. And it's for the year 2020 or 2021. So we're also telling people that depending on what was going on in those years, you might want to talk to your accountant. You can file an amended tax return for one of those years. If you perhaps didn't take a deduction, that might make a difference and or get if you're you right under. Or borderline, yeah. Right, and that might get you under that income level and then you can get that loan forgiveness. Um, so you can go to studentaid.gov and fill out this beta form. However, as of last night the the site was shut down maybe too many people were trying to access it at once but it's kind of a strange thing because the beta form is basically they're testing it out but it's a real application so it's very simple you can go on there and just type in you don't even have to log in to your studentaid.gov um 
account, you can just go in, type in your name, your social security number, fill out a couple questions, and it will upload it, and that will submit it for you. Mm. Now, the deadline otherwise is December 31st, 2023. So we've got an entire year, assuming it survives the court challenges, which I'm not sure that it will, to be honest. So does that mean that even if you fill out the app today, you're not going to see relief provided it clears all these hurdles in the courts until first quarter 24? Yeah, I think that, um, so the Department of Ed has made it pretty clear that you're submitting your application, but it's going to be a while before you actually see your loan balance go down. And the pandemic relief was extended through December 31st, meaning all of your federal loans are kind of frozen, Mm -hmm. not accruing interest or anything, just frozen in time, and you don't have to make any payments. And that was um, from March of 2020 through now it's been extended through December 31st of this year. So January of 2023, your payments come due again. So if you don't see that loan forgiveness applied, Mm -hmm. you do have to start up again making payments. And if you are entitled after they apply that forgiveness to a refund, they'll give you a refund. But you may not get the refund then until 2024. Exactly. And if you go through all of this work and, you, and you're patient because sometimes the website's down, but then you do the work, you put it through, you think you got it right, goes through the courts, let's say something happens, there may be a reversal and you get nothing. Yeah, so this is really interesting, I think, because from my perspective as an attorney, in that The question here is whether or not the Biden administration overstepped their authority um, by issuing issuing this executive order. So the executive order is this forgiveness for, you know, all of these millions of borrowers that's basically going to cost the budget about four hundred billion with a B dollars in forgiveness. This ten thousand dollars forgiveness, twenty thousand dollars forgiveness. It's a lot of money. Now, I have to say our budget is about $1.7 trillion. So $400 billion in the grand scheme of things is really not that big of a deal. I hate to sound. But, you know, I mean, it, it's not that much in terms of when we're talking about the, the budget. And it's amortized over time. And it's all done in, in coupons. All right. So a couple of the questions based off stuff you just said here. Like, for instance, my daughter filled out something over the weekend and I'm pretty sure I'm right about it. all they wanted was her email, social security, and maybe one other thing. Is that the, is that the app you're talking about? Well, you got to be really careful because there are a lot of scam companies mm-hmm. out there. Um, you really don't need the help of a third party to do this. I'm an attorney, so you can call my office and we can help you access it. But it's pretty simple. You go to studentaid.gov. So that's the site that's run by the Department of Education. So that's the site you're going to. Any other place where they're asking you to go in and list your name and social uh-huh. security number? No. Okay, but do that. That, that does sound like the simple app you're talking about. There's only two or three things you need to put in. Yes, and uh, you said you don't even need to have a separate uh, 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 a sign-in for that. Right. And there's a weird pop-up message that happens, too, where it says, thanks for visiting the um, loan forgiveness website. And people are panicking about that because it's like, well, wait, did I apply or did I just visit the site? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. It's just saying thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's just because that's their beta kind of rollout. But don't worry, you applied. And then even if it's some for some reason yours doesn't get processed, they will actually roll out an actual form by, dis- they say, um, by December. So we have a whole year, so don't okay, worry so about just, it. Uh, just so people aren't confused, October 31st was the initial get this done by then deadline. Is that off the page now? 
Okay, so the October 31st deadline refers to the PSLF waiver, and this is really very exciting because this is the largest student loan forgiveness initiative that I have ever seen. We had a client, just to give you a quick example of how big this is, we had a client who had $360,000 in federal student loans. Literally on her statement, the balance due was $360,000 in federal student loans. So we took a look at her um, job history, and she'd been working as a public school teacher in Illinois for, I think, 15 years. And under the PSLF waiver, that's another Biden, um, Biden administration executive order, once we do a federal consolidation and apply under that executive order, she's going to get her entire loan balance forgiven. Wow. 363000 wiped out. We had another wow. one who was also a teacher at uh, UIC or a professor at UIC, and her $240,000 loan forgiven, uh, uh, $240,000 loan balance was completely forgiven under this executive order. The Now, could deadline, those be court ch- uh, uh, challenged as well? Shh. There's nothing. <laughs> no, don't ever say that again. Well, the reason I ask is those are That's huge. It. Are there big hurdles you have to jump to qualify for loans that size? So for loan there is a process size? and there are affirmative steps that you have to take. But this sounds like a, a reason to call you. This doesn't yes. sound like two lines on a, on right, a you right. know. It's no, too involved. This is an involved process. Okay. Yeah. So it's appealing under the Biden administration's executive order. And I have to say, not that many people know about it. A lot of people oh. haven't even heard of PSLF, but that's the October 31st deadline that people are confusing because that's the deadline. That's when this executive order expires, the PSLF okay. executive okay. order. And so if you have ever worked in the public sector, so this applies to all of your listeners who are public school teachers, you work for Chicago public schools or any public schools, you work in a library, you work at a not-for-profit hospital, which in Illinois, most of them are not-for-profits, Ascension, Advocate, uh, Northwestern, University of Chicago. If you work there, even if you work there as a maintenance man, you will be eligible for the PSLF waiver, which is total loan forgiveness in many cases or much closer. So this is really big and it expires October 31st. So they got to get on it. So those are the people that qualify for the PSLS. PSLF, right. And that stands for public service loan forgiveness. But that's only through the end of this month. So they got to get on it and find out more. Yes. But then we have to ask like who qualifies for the later deadline? Oh, so pretty much the way to think about that later deadline is the um, the income threshold. If you're under that income level, then you should be able to get everybody, the ten. Everybody under everybody, those and it doesn't right. matter when you graduated and how many years you're working. No, that doesn't matter at all. It just matters that your loans are federal loans. So there is one little caveat to this. Um, there are all kinds of different federal loans, and there's a statute or a law that applies to all these different types of federal loans. So that's my job is to you know know yeah. how the statute applies. If you have a particular type of loan, which is called an FFEL loan, that's a federal family education loan, um, the Biden administration originally said that that would be qualified for the $10,000 or $20,000 forgiveness plan because of a flurry of lawsuits. They've now said that unless you previously consolidated by September 29th of this year, that it's not out, they're not eligible. I want to ask you about that too, loan consolidation and things of that nature too. But just last thing before the break, and we'll come back and talk more. Um, how do I know it's complicated enough to call you? Obviously, the public <laughs> service side. If uh, I've got public service experience, but maybe I've got $10,000 in loan, should I still be calling you? Yes, absolutely. Because 
under the law, there is usually a way that we can get your loans forgiven, if not now yeah. and immediately, maybe in a couple years from now. So the key is to kind of understand how the law works because federal loans are such a unique type of debt. It's not the normal case where you're just looking to pay it down to get the balance to zero. Sometimes that happens, but it's not like a credit card debt or any right, other type right, of debt. Right. Right, yeah. right. We got a ton of textures and callers here. We're going to fly through these as quickly as possible to try to get you some answers. 630, I only worked in public service for a couple of years. Do you need the full 10 to qualify for the loan you described? You said yes off the air, but some folks aren't aware that they're working publicly as far as qualifications go for this. Right. So this is where it gets a little bit complicated. So under the waiver, I can go in and get you credit that you previously would not get credit for towards that magic 120 that you need. So you do need 120 months, but let's say you've got three or four years. Now I can go back in and get you credit for those four years. So then you only have to make payments for another six years. And then congratulations, your balance is zero under PSLF. So it really gets you much closer to forgiveness. Now, under the normal statute, you have to have 120 qualifying payments, but that's why this executive order is really interesting and really just a huge opportunity to get much closer to loan forgiveness or get your loans forgiven. Texture says, I love Ray. She's so knowledgeable, makes all the student loan stuff more clear. I'm calling her office today. I hope she's on the show more. That's fantastic. (laughs) So that's great. We appreciate that. Can I get this one here, 847? Yeah. Okay, student loan forgiveness. Do current students qualify for loan forgiveness for funds received so far? Wait. So if, for, <laughs> if I'm a current student and I'm a junior in, in college or whatever, and my parents make um, under the 250 threshold, can my student loans that have accrued so far be forgiven? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they will qualify because it's basically according to the borrower's income. So people get this part confused a lot because parents are taking out par- federal parent plus loans that are being used to pay for their kids' college educations. The thing to keep in mind those are solely the parent's responsibility. So if God forbid anything ever happens to the parent, that loan does not get transferred to the kids. The kids never become responsible it's for like it. It's like co-signing for a car, right? No, it's different. It's taking out your own loan that the kids are never, ever on the hook they're for. Not, oh, it is different. Not part yeah, of it. it's different. They're not part of it. I'm trying to remember because the FAFSA stuff that you had to fill out to qualify for these loans. So that's not, you don't get a car. So right. you don't get a car with it? <laughs> no. Okay. Right. And the FAFSA <laughs> is something that the family fills out. Because remember, the Department of Ed views the, the student as a dependent of the parents up until the age of 24. So really, in FAFSA, they're looking at the parents' information and applying a formula called estimated rate of family contribution to determine what the student is going to qualify for their own student loans. It has nothing to do with Parent PLUS loans. So it's a little complicated, but that's part of what we do is a lot of pre-debt planning for parents and students so that they understand, okay, who's taking out which loans, who's going to be responsible, and what are those payments going to look like? And it's very important to be very careful about who is the borrower because under the law, we can base your payments on the borrower's income. So if the borrower's income is low, those payments are going to be low until they're forgiven. If the borrower's income is high, the payments will be high. A lot of people think they won't qualify for anything. Let me tell you, pretty much everybody qualifies for some kind of federal student loan and probably the entire cost of tuition. All right. So if you go to the studentaid.gov site, studentaid.gov slash debt relief slap slap yourself in the face. No, (laughs) studentaid.gov, you can link to the beta 
launch of the application now. Beta launch means we're trying to get the bugs out. Um, will the application... Well, yeah, there's that, but right? But you fill out an application now, it's a beta launch. They have to be concerned that their their uh, their application isn't in and they need to redo it when the government stuff and the media coverage says we're all good now or once you're in, you're in. I'm always a little concerned. Mm. Like, did they actually get it? Is it being processed? What's the deal? So I myself like paper applications where you can trace them. You have, you know, you can trace that they were uploaded if you're, you know, FedExing it or priority you know, mailing it, you can trace that it was received by the by the servicer. Um, I don't mind electronic applications. It's just that it kind of disappears. So even if you fill this out electronically, when the paper applications are live, would you recommend doing it again? I mean, it can't hurt. It's not going to hurt right, because you. they're not going to they're not going to forgive your loan twice. Exactly. It'll catch up to the other. <laughs> right. But they'll, they'll eventually match up the two. Oh, we saw this one come through digitally. This looks like it's already been submitted. Absolutely. But have have the paper. I like the idea of the paper one too because you can have a record of it. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. How I so feel. these loans are owned by the government. The U.S. Department of Education uh, services or, or take services out from third party vendors on these or banks or whatever the word would be for it. Um, but if you, how do you know if you have a Department of Ed loan versus another loan? That's a great question. So create your studentaid.gov username and password. So if you're a parent and you're not sure if you have Parent Plus loans or if your kid is the one who has the loans or what, create an account in your own name using your own name, your own social security number, and your own date of birth. Once you create that account and the Department of Ed will verify your your identity by sending you an email and you have to click on the link. And then any loans that you have in your name that you're responsible for will populate in there. And make sure you write down okay. your, your so username and password. Yes. And so everybody should do that because that's the Department of Ed's website. So if there's confusion and if loans populate in there, you know for certain that they're federal and they're not private. Um, some people have a mixture of federal loans and private loans. We generally try to encourage people to stay away from private loans because there's just not the flexibility available mm-hmm. under the federal statute. But sometimes um, for various reasons, people get private loans. But if you're not sure, you can also run a credit report. Um, you could go to annualcreditreport.com and get a free credit report. And that's a soft credit inquiry. So it won't hurt your credit score. Um, parents are uh, texting and, and losing their mind over this because it is confusing. If you're a parent who paid your kid's way through college, you paid the loan, and let's say you're a mom and dad and you make less than 250 can you get forgiveness? Or do you have to be a registered student um, that was tied to the loan? How does that work? Yes, Parent PLUS loans are eligible for this Biden loan forgiveness. So either sure. $10,000 off your Parent PLUS loans or 20000 if the parent received um, Pell Grants. Okay, so 20 is the Pell Grants. Right. Is the debt relief, is it taxed? No, it's not taxable income unless, so it's not federally taxable income, but in certain states, it might be taxable income. Well, but here's the thing. Illinois is very fair on taxes. I'm sure it's not an issue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, I know you have to run. There's a million questions we (laughs) have to ask you, but to circle back again, the place to start here is studentaid.gov. Yes, or our website, which is financialrelief.com. 
And if you've worked in the public sector for 10 years, certainly call your office. If you uh, if you've worked in the office or the uh, public sector for an amount less than ten years, there may be a way to get there. Call your office. Yes, give us a call three one two two nine four eighty nine eighty nine. We'll give you uh, an analysis of your situation and a strategic plan, a way to go forward so that you get the most forgiveness, the lowest payment plan, and just pay what you're supposed to pay, but certainly not more than you're supposed to pay, and get forgiveness if we can get it for you. Um, yeah, and the website again for you guys? Financialrelief.com. Great job by you. Yeah, let the experts do it. Yeah. Because it's very detailed. It really is a complex area. Yeah, we need you because we gloss over and go, this is too hard. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, don't want to do it. Thank you for doing it. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. Golfers, let me talk to you about Cantini Golf Course. They are a proud sponsor of Live from My Office, and I'm proud to have them along because I love that golf course. And I love Terry Hanley and all his people there. You know the deal, the deal where you walk into a golf course, and if you play a lot of golf like I do, I know you've seen this. You walk into a golf course, and there's somebody behind the counter in a pro shop that act like they're doing you a favor to take your money and to be there. Man, are you never going to get that at Cantini. From the moment you drive down the long drive that leads to the clubhouse and those three beautiful nines at Cantini and their incredible practice facility and their academy and the very cool kids course that we've talked about before, uh, you're going to feel like it's your country club. And it is. It's your country club for the day. And they're going to be happy to see you. So let me just read you a few key words, if you will, from actual Cantini reviews. Here's the words that pop up. Beautiful course. Great course, great condition. Can't wait to go back. Great practice facility, fantastic way to warm up. A masterpiece, perfectly manicured, pristine, a must play, a true gem and a joy to play. That's from actual golfers. Those are reviews, people that took the time to say how great a day they had at Cantini after they had their day at Cantini. What are you missing out on? Cantini Golf, C-A-N-T-I-G-N-Y. It's cantinigolf.com. For all your questions, you could pick up the phone and call them as well. 630-260-8199. Cantinigolf.com. Spell it, C-A-N-T-I-G-N-Y, cantinigolf.com. Thank you for listening to Live from My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. He would love to MC your event. And occasionally, he's funny. Thank you for listening. Head to CochranShow.com for more.